You know what? Forget the intro. Let's just get into it. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of 40-ish. Where it's it's goddamn cold. It's the opposite (laughs) of crotch pot cooking. It's freaking freezing. It's warmer in Alaska. I always think of the episode. It probably uh, is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure on the news it says warmer in Alaska. Do you guys remember the episode of um, Married with Children where Al bought the industrial German? (laughs) (laughs) The industrial air conditioner. Yeah. It's cold, colder, and they're freezing my hiney <laughs> off. Well, we're going to throw in this. I feel like episode. right now after that, you need to have a um, a click track of a toilet flushing. I will oh, work yeah. on that shortly. Well, welcome to this bonus episode. Uh, we are welcoming everybody back in for a grab bag number seven. Uh, so I'm pleased to welcome in uh, John and Lance and welcoming back after a a uh, absenteeism uh andy tucker yeah, thank Welcome you gentlemen. how's everybody doing Quite the he's been on sabbatical Ooh, that sabbatical. sounds much better than what it really was right sabbatical sabbatical i mean that awesome. makes you think like you know what you're doing sure sort of yeah or that you got paid for it or something like that yeah, yeah I, I mean that's yeah. like when teachers are like oh i took a year sabbatical it's like you just had a lot of time off you did have a lot of time off and what'd you do with it it's yeah. called an administrative separation do you get paid Right for sabbaticals, do uh, yeah. Some, some do, places yeah. you do. Yep. Wow, yeah. you have to fill out a report or something uh, like that, like to show that you did I'll something. Fill with out it. anything you want. If I do something different, get paid. It's it's like uh, going on a spring break trip with your family and doing a daily journal to prove oh, that you kept yeah. your mind okay. sharp or something like that. Yeah, right. Mind Stuff mind like sharp. that. Okay. All right, for those of, for those of you who are new to the forty-ish grab bags, here's how it works. Uh, normally, we have a guest that we interview, but for grab bag episodes, those of us who are on the show come prepared with a question or two, uh, depending on how late we want to go. Where we ask the group, uh, it's not been shared with anyone beforehand, so the answers that you're going to get are cold and off the uh, off the cuff. So. Uh, that's the way we typically roll it. So let's start with the uh, magical Rolodex. No, I'm just kidding. Lance, I'm a magic Rolodex, first. Huh? what <laughs> is your question for the group? Yeah, well, Lance yeah. lost the yeah, not exactly. in your, your earlier. Ball wasn't fast yeah, right. So finger, finger, finger placed yeah. against mm-hmm. the nose. Well, my my question is similar to you've seen it in on Facebook and you know on uh, you know, uh, memes and stuff, but this 10 year challenge, you know, picture images and stuff that you people you've seen on Facebook and whatnot. My question is, what would you mm-hmm. say to yourself 10 years ago now, if you had the opportunity to say something about your life or about you 10 years ago now? Hmm. So that 10 year, really 10 year challenge, right. similar to a picture, but what would you, what would you tell that 10 year old, uh, that 10 year ago self about, uh, about life or about, you know, whatever. Lance doing the deep cut right off the bat. <laughs> On a very special Thank episode you. of 40-ish. Good God. So, all right. I'll well, field I'll, this. You want to go first, John? I'll Fire go right. For, yeah, because, well, I've been yeah, through okay. it in the past <laughs> 10 years. Um, I would say to myself... 
don't be so focused on one thing that you lose track of everything else that's going on. Deep thoughts with John Moody. Because I, I feel it's right. I, I mean, I feel especially, you know, when you're in your thirties, you know, mm-hmm. when we would have been 30 ish, um, that's the time where a lot of people really kind of hit their stride in their career and things. And like myself, a lot of people, um, you know, get have marital issues or, you know, issues with their significant other and stuff like that. And it's due to being so career focused that they miss everything else. They kind of stop looking. And I'm not saying that by paying attention to that, it would have changed the outcome right now of where I'm at, because I don't think that's the case and I wouldn't change it anyway. But I feel like maybe there would have been a little bit more compassion that would have been brought into that by noticing things instead of being so focused on one aspect of your life that you missed out on something else that maybe you could have learned a little bit earlier, the lessons that were meant to be taught from that. So in term and, and kibosh this, if you need a kibosh it, John, um, would you say the focus was intentional or unintentional? Meaning I know you dive pretty deep into uh, projects. You're, you're, you're loyal to a fault on those sorts right. of things. Well, and, and I, you know, I would say a lot of musicians, artists in general would say, you can't make me choose between my, um, something and my art because it is the same thing. Um, you know, but I, th- I think it's one of those that it's knowing what is your, um, what is important to you, but then also being able to balance that a little better, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. It, that, that would be the whole thing of know- knowing a good balance, being able to pursue your passions with a reckless abandon, but then also realize the people that are behind you and around you. And it's not just your significant others. It's like, you know, it's, I haven't talked there. There were times too. I didn't talk to my family the whole time too. And I mean, they're totally cool with that, but I mean, there's, it's fun to talk to your folks, you know? Yep. So, um, and it's stuff like that, that, you know, you can look back and be like, wow, you know, there were some spans when I was just working so hard. I didn't talk to them for weeks at a time and you know they're like oh we get it and stuff but it might have made everything a little easier you know true that's true yep no i can uh, that's why hindsight is always 2020 that's a good question lance right very good question um Uh, uh, tucker how about you probably similar to what john was saying but just eyes wide open uh so we're 10 years ago ish i'm trying to figure i remember what i was doing so this, oh, thank you. You still had great uh, hair, Andy. So I finished school for the second time. So this would have been career change, the the big career change, which I have learned a lot. I'm glad I did what I did, but timing wise, that goes back to the eyes wide open. Like, hmm, since it was a starting point for. It was a starting point. Then maybe look, uh, you know, consult your crystal ball and try to predict a little bit better for the future as to what 
what you're going to do going down any certain path. And if something comes up that maybe could be beneficial to a family or uh, of any size, um, just keep your eyes open for that. It's like you said, it, John, it's not that you were shutting people out, but you were focused on one thing. And that was probably it. like, Oh, sure. Okay. I'm done with school this time. I can finally start working again because I had been, uh, a full-time student, right. you know, working a couple of bar or restaurant gigs at the time, then uh, you're just, okay, done. Now I'm going to go do this because this is what I was meant to do. And then, hmm, yeah, you're meant to do this. You, you've got the training now, but eh, what if something else pops up that uh, could be, that that could bring benefit in more than one way? So yeah, just, it, it's, I don't think that has changed that much. Like if I told myself it was a uh, 20 year or something, it's still the same. Just keep those eyes open and learn. And that, yeah, it was, so maybe less of the eyes wide open, but just tr- keep learning and, and not just school wise or, or book wise, just keep learning about life and people. Uh, it, it'll pay dividends. Cool. Yeah. Dive deep. Uh, I yeah. guess that brings me. <laughs> uh, so it's 10, 10- 10 years ago, I was just uh, halfway through my first year teaching at uh, Matawan, where I had started a brand new school district in uh, 2008. Uh, what would I tell myself? Uh, that little twinge of interest that you've been showing over the last year or so in technology, yeah. drive that baby home because it will pay dividends in the future. Oh, and by the way, master's degree, cool thing. Uh, work for it a little bit more. Don't... Uh, yeah. Don't just assume it's going to come easy. Take, take, take the time to do the research, take the time to seek out experts in the area and uh, be aware that at some point in the near future, you will surpass them. Ah, yeah. Don't be cocky about it, jackass. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, and, and realize that being 32 um, while fun, 42 is even a uh, Yeah, adventure. I think this is more fun now. True. Yep. 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 Yeah. Well done, Lance. Way to way to open up the session. What do you mean well anyway. done? Way to just bring this down. <laughs> Mrs. Aber is going to be like, you're all a bunch of wussies, and then she's going to turn it off. Uh, I went, okay, yeah. so then going back to Mr. Deep Dive, I want to hear what he was going to tell himself 10 <laughs> years ago. Game over. Oh. <laughs> uh, got money. Yeah. <laughs> no, probably what I, what I would say, I mean, 10 years ago, I was, we had just, you know, we were only down here in uh, North Carolina for about a, about a year at that point. But what I would probably tell myself now, or you know, back then, if I you know, could now is don't take relationships for granted. Um, I, I took a lot of relationships in my life at that point for granted. I took a lot of, um, you know, friendships and a lot of, you know, work relationships for granted. And, um, I think I took my, I think I took obviously my marriage for granted, but it was, um, but I don't, it's something, something I believe in is, you know, I, I never believe in regrets. Um, I mean, the decisions that I've made in my life up to this point are, I've made and I've had to deal with those decisions regardless of what, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, but, um, it's gotten to me, gotten me to a point where I'm sitting here talking to you guys right now. So, um, there's value in the decisions that I've made, um, and, you know, and taking, you know, taking people for granted and, um, you know, those relationships for granted. Um, you know, although 
not the right thing to do. Um, I think I would have told myself 10 years ago, don't take those things for granted. Um, you know, value those, value those relationships a little bit more and put a little bit more value on them. And, and I, you know, cause I, I, I believe that now and I, you know, and having this podcast talking to you, be able to talk to you guys, you know, every week and, and seeing where this can go, you know, this type of, uh, situation and, uh, experience can go, but, um, I've got so many more friends and so many more people in my life that I, that I don't take for granted. And, um, I would just, I want to make sure that they know, they know that, I mean, it's not, you know, I want to verbalize what that, what that means to me and what that value is to me. So I would just say 10 years ago, I would just say, don't take people and relationships for granted. Cause, um, I mean, it would probably have made a difference in, in my marriage at that point back then. But, um, you know, again, I'm not regretting any of it cause you know, it's gotten me a point where I'm sitting here talking to you guys right now. So, um, that's, uh, there's value in that. So that's what I would say to myself 10 years ago. <clears throat> I like it. It's good. Yeah. Damn. Or he would have just said, he was that one word bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they weren't even that yeah 10 years ago i mean they're oh, yeah. celebrating their five-year anniversary um next weekend so right you, this weekend. you would have been like what's this mean i have no idea it's yeah. just like trust me yeah. in a couple of years yeah. you'll get it yeah <laughs> all right tucker you're on the you're on the clock <laughs> all right i'm gonna lighten it up this one uh quite a bit so since we know that there's a Super Bowl coming up and we know who's going to appear. Yeah, we do. Appear. What? We do. Appear. Yeah, they're just going to show up on the field. You know how that happens. Rams and those jackasses with that stupid idiot from that stupid You know, school. I used to uh, not be a fan, but nope. dude, he's not a fan. he's won. He's beaten the game of life. <laughs> right? He's he's like Jordan. I respect the fact that he's good. Still I know. I, and it's not even about football at this point you just wow that that's a guy that yeah you won uh not even mad i don't care where you went to school just uh you've done <laughs> you've done really well for yourself yeah. so good on you okay yeah, now get out of it for, uh, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you want to share the wealth a little yeah he's yeah he's he's hating life every okay. day getting up and you know yeah oh horrible yeah but uh so i guess two-part question one if somebody approached you with a pair of tickets, would you go to the Super Bowl? And the other side of that, what what event, uh, sporting event or concert really, would you shell out legit money for or 10 years ago camp out for when people still used to wait outside the, uh, the box office for tickets? So I'm sort of curious because I've got a couple, uh, couple in mind, but you know, what would you guys see? I'll, I'll feel that first. Uh, okay, you're going to the Super right. Bowl? Nope. It's right. It's your neck of the woods, right? It's Atlanta this year. Yeah, that's why, yeah, that's yeah. why I would say no. Um, you know, the, uh, if it was you know, if it was anywhere other than Atlanta, I probably would. But, um, you know, I've only been through Atlanta a few times in my life, but that's probably four times too many. <clears throat> oh, wow. Um, no, I just, I, I wouldn't go to the, I wouldn't go to the Super Bowl. Um, it's. To me, I mean, I've only been to a few like really big sporting events, and you know, to be honest with you, I would rather, I would rather be someplace with a bunch of you know people that I know, that um, you know that I can watch it on TV 
you know, that, that to me is, I mean, yeah, I think there's a lot of really good energy and stuff in, in crowds like that. But to me, I would rather watch something like that, you know, big event like that, um, you know, in, you know, in, in the comfort of you know, my own home or someplace that I'm comfortable at instead of uh, trying to be, you know, in a, in a place where it costs $28 for a beer, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, to that question or to that part of the question, I would say no. Um, well, and that's understandable because when the Super Bowl was in Detroit, so it's a 40 minute drive. I knew one family that went, but uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't have brought myself to see it. Yeah. Uh, whenever that was. But, um, but yeah, the second part of that question, I would, the, is it, would it be something current or you said 10 years ago would you know, what, well, that was because I don't think with the way that you buy concert tickets, I don't think you, you camp out. I see, anymore. I see. Okay. Um, I, I would say if I was to buy a concert ticket or, um, at this point, um, you know, I, I, do, I really do enjoy theater, but I, I haven't been to a whole lot of concerts in my life. Um, I've only been to probably, probably four concerts my entire life. And, um, so if I was to, if I was to buy a ticket to a concert and spend you know, legit money on it, uh, I would probably yeah. say the, the one the people I would want to see the most would be heart. Um, I oh. always wanted to see that. Oh, concert, okay. And, um, I know they're still around. I, I know they're still, I think they're still touring somewhat, but, that would that would be one band that I would love to, and I would probably pay decent money to go see. Um, you know. And you know, I should probably expand that. I couldn't think of another example, but like, say Hamilton is rolling right, through town, right, or yeah. somebody's going to drop you on Broadway. Would you see? I'm, and I don't. I know that was fairly recent. I don't know what else theater wise is bouncing right. around. And that's why I I don't. Um, anyway, I, I I've seen I've seen some decent comedians in concert, so. Brian Regan oh, yeah. and Jeff Donham and um, John Reap and um, Daniel Tosh and stuff. But I, um, I would, I would just assume if I was to see anybody see, I would love to see heart concert. I'm trying to think of any other song besides alone. Barracuda. Barracuda. That's Pat Benatar. Oh, Barracuda. Oh, that was, no, ba- uh, Barracuda's heart. Look it up. Um, I am. Um, and then, um, um, uh, it's, 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 Eric Luda Hart, 1977. What? Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Barracuda, uh, <laughs> I can hear it in my head, and every time it just gets worse. What's that? Are we, did she cover it, or is it a completely different one? Well, you got to remember, Hart was the Wilson sisters, you know. Right. Yeah, Ann and Nancy. I mean, they're because one was the phenomenal singer and one was the insane guitarist. Yeah. Oh, she can shred. Um. So if you pull, I'm pulling up the entire discography. But while I'm doing that, uh, Moody, who you got? Yeah. Okay. First, I would go um, see the Super Bowl. Okay. Oh, uh, crazy on you. That's it, it is. But you know, I would say it's the. Um, no, he was talking about the. He was talking about the song. I, yeah, well, <laughs> you know what? Screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> I'm taking my microphone and leaving. 
so no, I would go to the Super Bowl for that thing of because it's one of those. Even though I'm not a sports fan, it's one of those things that you could say you've done once. You know, kind of a bucket yeah. list thing to be like, I went to the Super Bowl. Someone's going to give me tickets. Hell yeah, I'll go. Why not? I'll spend. I'll spend the thirty dollar beers that are watered down just to say I was there. It's yeah. kind of. It's kind At of like the point, same thing. Jay went on. Yeah, like when uh, you and I went uh, with Todd to WrestleMania. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have naturally gone just on my own volition, but the opportunity was there. So why not? Well, it's like Tucker and I going to the, uh, you know, the world cup. Oh, that's right. In the yeah. Melted, in the melted box of watch. Yeah. Holy smokes. So, and I mean, the other thing, I mean, now any shows I want to go to, I mean, I could not to be cocky or anything, but I can get whatever I tickets I want now. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. And that's so, to have that kind of Tim. It's enviable, I would say, to have that kind of capability. Right. Um, I was talking I, to my I brother. Would still say I would still stay in line for uh for Metallica if they were around. I'd I'd stay in line for tickets for that. Okay. Grand Rapids this spring, man. Yeah, like my brother's going. Four hundred bucks. Yeah, like three to four hundred bucks. He's, he's so going to go and he's going to rock. We should have gone a couple of years back when they were eighty. Yeah. I mean, and you and I were both just too. like, but I don't oh, know yeah, about that. Now steep. it's just like 400. Yeah, no. Right. It's very steep. Very steep. So cool. Uh, I would 100% go to the Super Bowl because uh, I had the experience of going to a bowl game a couple years ago with my son. It was amazing for the experience. No. Um, since I'm never going to go as a Lions fan ever, 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 that, yeah, I'd go. I'd, I'd go. Um, and experience all the hoopla around it. You know, there's always like the fan zone and the, the this competition and the, you know, blood drives and all the yeah. things that are associated with making it a community event. So I would definitely go. Um, the second question. Oh, yeah. Because I know where you're I, going with this I, one. I got the book for I bought the book myself for my Christmas gift. Uh, I would absolutely have sat outside uh, for the Beastie Boys. Um, as a matter yeah. of fact. The uh, the concert footage film I have is the awesome. I effing shot that. Um, oh, would you? Where they gave the cameras to yep. the concert goers at Madison Square Garden in two thousand four. So it is. It was a long time ago. So think of how yeah. mind blowing that was, even back then, for them to do that kind of a yeah of a. I mean, really, that was a huge social media thing. Before there was any sort of social media. Before thing. there was social media, yep. yeah. Yep, it was a big deal. And that they returned the cameras to the, where they bought them the next day. <laughs> That's pretty That's wild. Pretty sweet. Because there was still the yeah. honor system. Right, like, no, no, nobody's filmed with these. No, nobody. 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 Yeah. So, very cool. Yeah. What, no, Rudy, no, no, what you got on deck for us? Tucker's answer or was on? Oh, sorry. He keeps keeping those yeah. dudes. <laughs> oh, okay, so... Uh, no and D. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to the D. Huh? Um, well, like I said, T- tenacious. Uh, when it, oh, when it came through, for, I don't even know. You pretty much have to know somebody to to get tickets. You're not just going to walk up to NFL.com and buy tickets to the Super Bowl, from what I understand. So, uh, yeah, I didn't really have a leg to stand on. Where was I even going to go to the uh, Super Bowl? 
it would be a spectacle, but I don't know if I can necessarily bring myself to do it. Uh, you know, how about this? If somebody handed me tickets, sure. But am I going to plunk my money down for it? And no, I'm, I'm a bit too much of a cheese, uh, cheapskate. Um, you can get them right now for $3,700 on NFL.com. That's the low. Oh, let's get four. Yeah. Is, it, is that it? Yeah. That's it. And that's yeah, exactly. It's for five tickets. That's so not... we could get five total tickets. Let's see. Yeah, 15 grand. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, easy. Uh, and as for the concert, there has been rumblings that um, Van Halen is going to go back out with the original lineup. Uh, I would be very now, curious to see if that actually happens. It would be because I don't know. There would have to be a few replacements anyway, but it's more rumor than anything else. But with, uh, there's some legit final tours going on. Elton John is supposed to be legitimately done. Kiss is supposed to be legitimately done. I'm trying to remember who else, but yeah, there is chat that if um, Eddie can get along with everybody else, then they would go out on the road with the original four lineup and then probably have Wolfgang play on a couple of songs. But anyway, that would be one that if they truly would go out, I, I would, I would have stood in line for that. Wow. Can I, can I add something that, you know, because you guys talking about this stuff, it made me think of something else that I would love to experience sometime um, is uh, Burning Man. Oh, all right. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how, if, how those, you know, work. Oh, the festivals? Like, tickets are, uh, yep. Yeah. And, you know, I would love to be able to experience a Burning Man sometime um, out in the, I think it's the Nevada desert, I think. I get confused. Coachella is in California, right? Yeah. Yeah. And where's Bonnaroo? Um, Tennessee? Yes. Maybe. Don't Burning it... Man is in uh, Black Rock Desert in Nevada. There you go. Yeah. I've, okay. I've had many North friends that have gone there, and, and they and what's, they can't really describe it. It's kind of one of those you got to be there to fully appreciate it deals. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And South by Southwest is in Austin? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Not that it really matters, but that's a good point, Lance. Yeah. It it matters. It's a good point, but yeah, still. I don't know how they could do tickets to Burning Man. It's just too open. Right. But But yeah, that's why I didn't didn't know if it was was, worked on a ticket thing or if it was like you just show up and, you know. Right. Maybe that's the first part of it, Lance, is figuring out how you get there. Here's general ticket information. Uh, Yep. So, yeah, there's a lot to, uh, (laughs) I don't know, I couldn't even get into it. There's so much stuff here. Jason would sit Um, around the edge of uh, Burning Man and do the old man thing. He'd be like, this is, (laughs) no, we keep it down kids. Or he'd be like, is there a piece of lawn I can sit on and tell kids to get off of? I need to do that. (laughs) I'd be nodding off. Yeah. I'd be nodding. off. He'd be handing out nutter butters. Oh, I'd go for a nutter butter. I mean, who wouldn't, but yeah, I do like a nutter butter. (laughs) All right, Lance, All right, are Moody, you fed? Moody, yes, you're up sir, next. Kind of, kind of along the every everybody else's things. What's the one um, thing I guess in the past, you know, ten or so years that you've done that you're like, man, that was stupid. 
and then I would <laughs> totally do it again. Uh, the the uh, the guys weekend. Uh, oh. uh, in 2012, <laughs> up at Vanita, where I was um, obliterated, thinking I could still do that. I I hammered. What did you, you smell? One beer and just completely fell off the chair. No, fell you off know the those. Chair. You know those giant tumblers that Conrad has up at Vanita, the really big glasses. Oh yeah. Um, mine was never empty of uh, margarita. Nice. Nope. Like you, you stepped down a couple inches. Somebody was refilling it, and that somebody was John Conrad. I'm calling him out right here, right now. Good call. But, uh, nice. Uh, I remember sitting around the fire and losing it. And I don't know how I got off to the hot. I don't know. It was, it was horrific, but would I do it again? Um, yeah, it's a yeah. safe environment. It was with friends. Uh, I haven't done anything like that since I hadn't done anything like that since prior, except to my, for my bachelor party. So we're talking decade apart. So we're coming up on another uh, weekend. We got to do. <laughs> oh, there you go. True. Yeah. Oh yeah. So not super juicy, but uh, vivid memory. And now it's dead quiet. <laughs> I'm still trying to think of something. Like Special episode of 40-ish. Yeah, John exactly. finds out no one else has done a whole lot in the past 10 years. Well, stupid stuff. Lance is like, let me think. Have I done anything stupid in well, the last 10 years? I'm trying to think of anything. Uh, let's try the last 10 minutes. Well. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything <laughs> stupid that I've done in the last 10 years that I wouldn't, you know, that I'd do again. But, I mean, I, like, I, like I said, I don't really have any regrets. So it's, it's uh, right. You know, well, I mean, that's, and that's where it goes down to. So then you start being like, man, it's hard to choose which one. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, for, if I was to, you know, choose one, there, there was a, there was a party one time that we had at um, down the street down um, when we were freshly moved into our house down here in, in Holly Springs. And <clears throat> there was a party down at the end of the cul-de-sac. And I, I want to say it was around Halloween, if it wasn't even Halloween. But uh, at the end of the cul-de-sac, we had, um, you know, we would just set a table up and, you know, put candy out. But um, I think it was uh, that night or around then, but. Cause I remember having a, we'd have a, we had a couple fire pits that we took out into the middle of the street. Um, and, you know, kind of just, you know, all of us adults sat around drinking and, you know, carrying on and stuff. But <clears throat> there was a time where I got, I was drinking, I was drinking moonshine. I was drinking, you know, vodka and, you know, rum and beer. And you know, I was just, I was completely trash. And uh, there was one of the, one of the neighbors had a, had a spider-man outfit and i'm like oh i want to put that on well it was a it was like a, it was like a child-sized spider-man outfit so i'm sitting there <laughs> so i i i stripped i went back behind one of their houses and i stripped down to my underwear and and, and crammed myself into this into the spider-man outfit well i had they had a, a zip-up mask on it too and so i'm sitting there I, I put this thing on and like like i said it's made for a child and I'm sitting there wearing this, wearing this thing as a full grown adult and put it on and, you know, got the mask on and I'm, you know, like I said, I'm completely trashed. And so I'm, r- 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 I'm running around the neighborhood, I'm running around the neighborhood and, uh, in a Spider-Man outfit that's like four times too small for me. It's a miracle right. you weren't well, arrested. 
<laughs> right. It was so I, it, it, that was probably the stupidest thing I've done. And it, I mean, it was it was fun as hell, but it was. Uh, <laughs> it web climbs a wall, even scratches his spider balls. Look out! <laughs> so that would that that probably be my story. Uh, you, you... Nice. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good. And you know damn well you'd uh, probably. do it again. Except you'd want a different you'd want a yeah. different uh, costume this time. Lance would go for the Miles Morales Spider Man costume yeah. now. It's a little more hip. Right. Little, little little color scheme change. Yeah, I yep. can see that. Yeah. I Speaking of which it was really good. That movie was rad. That's what it I it was from everybody. Awesome. I took the kids to it over Christmas and we all loved it. Yeah, I was skeptical, but now eh, I would like to uh, catch that one. Dude, the best part is one of the Spider-Mans they pull from the multiverse is like a middle-aged 42-year-old guy that's a little overweight. His uh, costume has is that Peter pants. B. Parker? Is it like, yeah. Is, yeah. Dude, it's, is it like it's, from uh, it's Deadpool hilarious. 2? It's hilarious. Wait, what, what's, what was that guy's yeah. name in Deadpool yeah. 2? It's, it's the dude that... What he, he was, um, I thought his name was Peter. But yeah, they, oh, the guy. They, oh, that like, guy! I, I I just was answering the ad. I don't have any superpowers or. Yeah. Yeah. No, the the guy who voices that uh, Peter Parker is uh, played Nick on the New Girl. Oh, nice. Oh, and yeah. he has the same kind of delivery. Yeah. And like one of the things of like, this doesn't this doesn't spoil anything, but part of the thing of getting something back involves him breaking into this compound and half of it is him walking through the break room and stealing a bagel at the end. He's like, I'm going to walk through, I'm going to steal a bagel and walk out right out. And at the end of it, he actually does it. And <laughs> he's like, Oh, bagel. And he's walking and people are like, are you Spider-Man? Like he's in full costume. He's like, I get that a lot. <laughs> and as he runs out, someone's like, he stole a bagel. Like it's hysterical. Yeah, that's <clears throat> I, like I said. I was skeptical, but now I would like to check yeah. that one out. Now I'm wondering. I'm gonna have to learn not in this episode, but I gotta learn more about this movie. Like it's a multiverse. Oh, yeah. Like there's multiple Spider. There is wit. Yeah, there's a ton more Spider Man. Huh. Yeah, this sounds hilarious. I'll have to check yeah. that out. Yeah, when you start talking about Earth six one six, it's all, all over. Yeah, even I haven't kept up with that, but it's it's pretty easy to understand yeah, everything vaguely. They, they, like I they make it pretty, not pretty a, easy. Not a great working knowledge, but uh, like oh, there's a lot more out there than I thought. Mm-hmm. All right, who's up to answer that question, John? Do you got to answer your own? I think it. Yeah, it's up to me to answer my own. Um, I would say probably the first time I went out as a rep for GHS to bass player live because that was the first time I'd been out to any kind of event like that. I'd only been with the company, I think, four months, and I got paired up with uh, one of our longest-running sales reps who'd been there longer than I've been alive and is actually second generation because his dad started repping for us first, and then he kind of jumped on. So um, we got hammered. (laughs) Um. And it's it's easy to say that the on ramp to the uh, to the highway in L.A. has a little bit of moody DNA on it, probably still. Really? Oh man! Oh dear! 
Yeah, it. I mean, I could go into the whole thing here, but it's. Um, I want to keep our PG rating, like, or at least PG thirteen. <laughs> yeah. No, trust me, it's not. <laughs> um. So, but no, it's it's kind of one of those things of, uh, I guess, trial by fire, kind of mm-hmm. things that way, especially when um, I'm doing my business out the window, and all I remember is he's laughing, saying, "You are so not ready for now. <laughs> you are so not ready." And then the next day, all he does is when he picks me up, he he hands me a towel. He's like, we missed a couple of spots. I tried to hose the thing down this morning, but (laughs) I told you, I was like, I can get into more detail, but this is a family show. It is a family um, show. But yeah, I mean, overall, the aside from that, I mean, the thing is I learned a lot with um, with my my rep that I that I do enjoy working with and uh, learned a lot about the company, learned a lot about the industry and things like that. So even though it was something that probably didn't need to have done that way, I'd still do it the same. I'd still make the same silly decisions. (laughs) That uh, remind me to never, ever go out there. Oh, you can. You just won't. You you can't hack it. You, you, you won't do it. Really? Yep. Really? I mean, I'll say that to you, and I mean, I know you're one of those people that won't back down from a challenge, but yeah, you will That's, fail. That sounds like a you double dog. You will fail. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preach etiquette for a bit and go straight for the triple dog dare. Triple dog dare you. <laughs> no, it, there are rules to the game. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So it's up to me. Yep. Uh, uh, well, mine's. Mine's maybe heavier. Maybe we don't end that heavy. I don't know. Heavier um, than Lance's? I mean, he possibly started a big. Yeah. What? Bring it. We're going to sandwich this bad boy. <laughs> um, for a time in your life when you've decided that you were going to make a significant change, whatever that change may have been, uh, what did you do for yourself uh, to set your mind in the right place to get the change made you know some people make a change and they share it with everybody they know so there's accountability some people make a change that's for themselves and don't give a damn if people notice whatever the change may be if it's personal physical change job change what anything like that when you were getting ready to go through a significant change in your life what did you do for yourself whether it be outward or inward to you know set yourself up for success motivate yourself get yourself rolling wants to answer that first on a very special 40 ish well i don't i I wouldn't mind answering that i mean i didn't want to take the first one this time but i'll i'll take it again instead of the dead air you're sitting there but um back in 2016 and i've discussed this i think a couple times on our podcast but back in 2016 i was diagnosed with hypertension um which you know I, i it was expected because everybody else in my family has been diagnosed with it. So, um, you know, so I, I was kind of, you know, gearing myself up for it. But, um, at that point I was going through some, you know, personal issues and some, um, you know, some other, you know, some other things at that point in my life, but it was, I decided that I needed to, 
needed to change. I mean, I was, I always told myself that I wasn't going to be put on medication like everybody else in my family has been on. Um, you know, I was really wanting to not have to fall back on something that, you know, was not natural and, you know, have, have something like that. So when I was diagnosed with hypertension, my doctor, you know, he's like, you need to make change. And so it was, you know, that, that was kind of like the catalyst to, you know, set me on this road that I'm on right now and have been since then of, you know, increasing or not increasing, but bettering my health and bettering my physical body. And I'm in the best shape of my life at this point in my life than that I was. I mean, I feel better now in my, as a 43 year old than I did as a 23 year old. And, um, you know, with all, and again, you know, kind of going along what I said earlier, I don't have any regrets for, of all the decisions that I've made in my life. But you know, the one thing that I don't, I don't have a regret on is taking this step in the in a healthier direction of my life. And you know, the things that I've done, the people that I've met, the friends that I have in my life that support me, like you know, in in doing those things, um, is tremendous. And the I mean, I, I couldn't, I couldn't be what I'm doing. I, I couldn't do what I'm doing right now without them. And to see where I'm at, I mean, it, it, I'm going to see my nutritionist tomorrow to, to get a body scan over, you know, that I haven't had since like September last year, but I'm, you know, I, I'm looking forward to seeing where, where I've changed in just in those few months. Cause, um, you know, I started seeing her, um, you know, a couple, you know, a couple months after I started this whole journey and, um, she's helped me to, you know, better my diet, you know, and really got me into you know, suggesting running and, um, and which is, you know, something I'm loving to do now, but this, this journey, you know, taking, you know, taking the steps towards this journey and, and bettering my health. Um, like I said, I'm in the better, you know, best shape of my life physically than I ever have been. So, um, this has been a you know, tremendous journey. So what I just did, you know, I just had a doctor that told me, you know, look, you need to make the change. And it was, you know, it, again, it was a promise to myself that I wasn't going to be put on medication. I was on medication for a little bit, but, um, I broke that, you know, within, you know, probably four months of, you know, me starting down this journey. I was, I had, you know, um, got my blood pressure under control and, you know, I'm not on that medication anymore. And it's, you know, I've got my, my running and all the you know different things that I'm doing for my physical health, you know, to, to really, you know, thank for that. And which is nice too. Cause I mean, as you all know, I mean, I do love my craft beer. So I'm, <laughs> my, my, my nutritionist, my, 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 my nutritionist, you know, she's like, I, no, I'm not going to tell you to stop no, drinking craft no, beer. No, Cause there's no like beer. No, most people, no, when they just start drinking that much beer, they're gaining weight, but you're losing it. So, um, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. So she told you to keep drinking yeah. beer. Is she aware of the Corona incident of 2000? <laughs> well, I'm still here. So <laughs> okay, true. Yeah. But is that, is that, you know, there's a, there? an acquaintance that's is moving back to Oklahoma. And I said, when you get there, you got to let me know what's still around. And, uh, he said, it's a, uh, you wouldn't recognize it from 20 years ago. Well, probably not. That's hilarious. The, the uh, monkey, monkey moose. 
That's what I, I was thought. Say, the Velvet Monkey the sounds like a really bad strip club. <laughs> it's apparently a the premier Velvet beauty Monkey. salon. Yeah, behind it. Same behind thing. <laughs> I mean, they've got to do something during the day. All right. Right. True. That's true. Who's next? Mild mannered saloon by day. I'll take the next one. There was, I will go next. Um, so right. mine has been, uh, it's an internal justification as to why, why I've made the decision or I'm leaning in that direction as to, um, is this going to be right by me? And when I wake up in the morning and look at myself in the mirror, did I do Did I do it for the right reasons? I'm not so concerned as to, uh, especially with some of the decisions in the past when I was single, like, you know what, uh, really this only affects me. It's another story now when you've got a family on board. But uh, the, the whys for whatever reason, um, if you're going to make a career change because you're leaving behind uh, people that you liked to work with, there were probably aspects of a job that you enjoyed. And then are those the ones that will outweigh the parts of the job that you didn't really like at all or absolutely just hated? Uh, so, yeah, it's it's knowing, can I sleep after having made this decision? And uh, a couple times it's been more not like the hypertension that Lance mentioned, but you know, there's stress added when you, you've got to get up and go do something that you're just, it's not value added. Um, they could probably care less if you died the next day. Now I've been fortunate. I've never had a job like that, but the, uh, uh, when the work isn't there to keep you engaged, uh, I have been there before. So yeah, it's, I'm not going to make a big announcement to people and advertise it everywhere. And, and those those kind of decisions were well before I was on any kind of social media. So I wasn't going to broadcast it to the rest of the uh, rest of the world, but it was very much uh, internal. Why am I doing this? Will you be okay with it in the morning? And if you're going to completely walk away from something, uh, just I, you're going to know in your head, <clears throat> things are going to be different. Uh, and not that I would, I don't think I've ever burned a bridge, maybe one job, but um you know, it, it's not that the people there are making it really bad. There's, there's probably an aspect of the work where you could be doing something, excuse me, I could be doing something more uh, effective with my time, if that makes any sense. I get a yeah. sense of what you may or may not be struggling with. So, yeah, yeah it's... um. Nope, I get it. I'm, I'm trying to think if there was a little more if I was to make it a similar decision now, the justification would be to my family with more of a, a defined plan going forward. Last time I made a big one, I had an idea of what I wanted to do, but I didn't really have anything concrete. And I was lucky enough to find a job where I was able to, to keep working while the decision was being made. However, going forward, I don't, the, the people that want to, uh, the people that want to make that change and like, you know, I'm going to follow my dream. So tomorrow I'm done with my day job and I'm going to go do X, Y, and Z uh, because I want to do this for good on you. 
you know, that, that takes balls, that takes a, a lot of spirit, whatever else. I don't have that one. Uh, I've got to have that plan B, C, and D in place now as opposed to, all right, I'm done, and tomorrow we're just going to see what happens. No, I've already got to know what's going to happen tomorrow before that uh, that decision kicks off. So, yeah, from here on out, it's going to be justification as well as what's the plan. Yeah, I don't know if we're at the age. I mean, yeah, as soon as you, in my opinion, as soon as you enter dependence into the the mix making a grandiose major change is not always advisable so to speak but yeah i mean who are now, we to say that for now, other people, for example right? let's say yeah so let's say all of a sudden this the podcast becomes that you could just let everything else go you know that this is all of a sudden as opposed to a hobby this is a lucrative career that we have going on now what i don't know if i could even just drop the day job uh, and, and make this the primary, but the people that do, like I said, my, my hat is off. And, um, at this point I I've read, I think I've read studies where you could even attempt a mm. career change all the way up to, I think it was age 57, something like that. And people still might not think you're, you're too old for that, but eh, I, I think the bar is a lot lower age wise, in my opinion. Well, I mean, I think, well, what's the, the stats, the average, that sounds about right. Person does nine career changes in their life. Yeah. And, um, especially if, so, I mean, going up to, or about if you've got, it seems about right. Um, some people aren't, they don't like the term side hustle, but if you've got more than one, let's say it takes off or you started, you picked something up, uh, later on in life and that takes off, but you, you still do it at age 57. However, you've got X number of years experience doing it. Well, that's still another story, but, uh, yeah. Um, uh, I was never that much of a planner, but now it's partially work mm-hmm. related and, uh, partially like Jay said, having family dependence on board. Yeah. Um, I could get better at it, but it's still something that it, it it's kind of 50, 50 along with the justification. Like, all right, well, if you want to do this, what are you going to do to get through X, Y, and Z? You know, um, the interesting thing I've found is that many of the big changes or decisions that I made in the past, I, I will usually you know, try to talk to my folks about it. And I, I am lucky that I have the relationship with my dad and stepmom that they'll mm-hmm. give me the, uh, the straight skinny on it. And a lot of time, And so what I'll even do too now is I'll just tell them the situation. I won't even tell, I won't even tell them what I'm leaning towards, but I'll ask their thoughts just to kind of, cause I don't want to skew it. I don't want to be like, Oh, this is the situation. This is what I'm thinking. What do you think about that? It's more of just, hey, this is the situation I'm placed with. What do you think? And I find, um, I found more that um, what they would do, what a lot of people would do that, you know, can look outside into it. If you're looking at it objectively, is the choice I would have picked anyways. And really, I've found a lot in the past that I'm beating myself up more over what could go wrong instead of 
just taking care of it and living with the choice, kind of like what Tucker's saying, looking at the guy in the mirror and knowing that I made the right choice right then and there. So I, um, that's, that's it more with me is just look at it more objectively and make a choice that you know is going to work out. I mean, everything's going to work out at some point for you. You just got to figure out when it's going to work out. But I mean, unless it's one of those things that you're looking at and you've got a really weird vibe about it at that point, it's, it's basically a no, you shouldn't do it. But now, um, I think it's to the point that I, I've, tr- I trust myself a lot more because the people I'm with now, I th- actually, I know that, you know, if I come to them with the thing that their thoughts on this are going to be in line with what I would do, which would be, you know, to the benefit of what I'm thinking anyway. I don't necessarily think about how this affects my, my livelihood and things like that, mm-hmm. but it, it will. So would you consider yeah. your dad and stepmom to be the primary sounding board? I would. I mean, you know, I, I talk to my mom a lot too, but I, I don't think my dad is a business person first and mm-hmm. foremost. So and I guess that's a huge difference. Right. So I, and you know, his, his job is in, was in human resources. So usually any type of business thing I have is basically in his wheelhouse automatically. So I, I defer to that experience for that, but then there's some others like life stuff too, that I'll look more towards my mom for something else. But at the same time, I think she still gives the same thing that it's like, I'll give her the same thing. This is the situation. She'll say, well, I would do this. And it's exactly what I was thinking anyway. But at least, so you are seeking input from people that know you. You're not just going to sit down in a local coffee shop and ask the dude, the barista, hey, this is what I'm thinking. You want feedback from somebody who knows you. um, Well, yeah. I mean, because the thing is, why would I want something from someone that doesn't know any backstory to me? Well, you know, and some people, if some people would actually listen, if you gave them the, the, not even elevator pitch, but just the the right. surface explanation. The, hey, here's what I would do. And some people would take that. I don't know. I'm with you. I think I would rather ask people that um, have some knowledge well, history wise. Yeah. And I think too, though, like if you did that thing with somebody in, like if somebody approached me at a coffee shop and said, hey, you look like somebody that's got it together. This is what I'm, this is the issue I'm having right now. What are your thoughts? I would still play it safe for that guy with the advice I'm giving him because sure. what I'm going to give him is, is going to affect his, you know, his life. And I don't know him. No, no, absolutely. And I don't would, know if you know, know, going to like make with, or break his life at yeah, all, but I, Hey, this is what, uh, hey, this right. is what I would do. Sort of not, I'm not telling you what to do because. Right. Exactly. I, but you know, I could life. talk to my dad and he, you know, he can, he can politely put on the red foreman hat and, you know, be like, look, you're going to do this or I'm just going to stick my foot up your ass. Yeah. The older I get, the more I appreciate red so foreman. So right. True. Yeah. I think, so I think, yeah, I, I would look, I look more for advice from friends and peers that know me well enough because I know that they will give me the straight scoop on that because that's what I expect from them. You know, I don't, I don't want somebody to come. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't have yes men in my life. No, very true. Fair enough. 
I think I'd answer mine short and sweet by saying, yeah. um, for the most part, the change I would make would probably be kept quiet for myself. Um, because I have to convince myself, um, you know, through all the struggle you have thinking about the change, if it's something that I need some outside input, I have my crew, I can go to my guys, I can go to you guys and ask questions and be yeah. like, listen, uh, shit's about to hit the fan. What do you think? And then be confident and comfortable in the fact that if I take your advice, you're okay with it. If I tell you to fuck off, you're okay with it too. Cause that's, that's kind of the w way we roll. Right. Um, but for oh, me, yeah. if I'm going to make a significant change, I'm going to sit on it for a while, even not the actual decision, but the actual change while I'm conducting it to make sure that I stick with it or I, um, have, uh, won myself over with the change, whether it's, you know, physical change, job change, whatever it yeah. is. I just, uh, I'm getting too old to struggle with this stuff. I need to, it's like, pull the, pull the trigger and go and see yeah. what happens, you know? So yeah, guys, we're, uh, we're pushing the hour. So I wanted to say, uh, my utter thanks once again to John and to, to Lance and to, to Tucker for a, another spectacular grab bag episode, uh, for those who are interested. We are always looking for new guests, new topic ideas for the podcast. You can always find us at uh, on Twitter at 40ish podcast or if you feel like you're a potential guest or you know somebody cool that we definitely should be talking to, uh, shoot us an email. Podcast, you're already here. That's a podcast 40ish at gmail.com. So, gentlemen, <laughs> yes, I knew this helps and my oh, network exponentially uh, it's so I, very I, I, I search throughout people we know search on linkedin i do what i can do to find some hip new people and we got some great people coming up um so uh, stay tuned so gentlemen yeah. I, I appreciate your time appreciate your thoughts and if i don't talk to you before i'll catch you in the next one yeah thanks man yep yeah.